This is the Pretty Deadly Self-Defense Podcast. I'm Susie Collick, the founder of Pretty Deadly Self-Defense. And I'm Kate Lismer, a writer, traveler, mother, and expat. As a woman who lives in a big city and likes to travel, I'm very curious about self-defense. I've never had any training, so I have a lot of questions. And I have a lot of answers. We figured you probably have similar questions too. And so we thought it'd be a great idea to share this conversation and put it in a podcast. So welcome to the Pretty Deadly Self-Defense Podcast. We've talked in the past about some of my sexual trauma, and I also have talked with other women who have experienced sexual trauma. And something that has come up is this one, these feelings of helplessness and hopelessness. And one thing I've heard is that self-defense is a way to kind of restore some of that, like giving you some power back and not just in knowing, okay, next time I, I'm going to know better, I'm going to know how to handle this, but even on a more psychological level, Mm -hmm. giving women some kind of confidence and assurance that they are doing the best they can and that they can move forward with trauma. And so in this episode, I wanted to talk to you about uh, self-defense in the, not, I don't want to say treatment of trauma, because I think that might be overstating it, but in the healing process of recovering from trauma. Mm -hmm. I think it can definitely help a lot. I mean, certainly I didn't take a self-defense course after I was attacked. I, I enrolled in a martial arts course instead which everything that I got out of that martial art or that I still get out of that martial art helped me enormously. And what I've tried to do with Pretty Deadly specifically is sort of extract some of the main things that were the biggest helps to me and put them in a program that's a little more accessible because not everybody wants to like spend 20 years in martial arts the going through the movements, understanding how your body works in, in a self-defense situation, understanding where your body's powerful and your mind is powerful and understanding how the biological aspect of your self-defense system works, I think can really help us make a lot of progress in healing from trauma and removing aspects of blame and I didn't do anything and feeling like you can't trust yourself and feeling like you let yourself down, um, which are horrible things to bear as you try to move forward with your life. And I think self-defense through these exercises can do a really good job of addressing those things. Sometimes it's, I think it's healthier and easier for us to kind of slide in sideways on certain subjects instead of addressing them head on and allowing that healing to come in a form that's that's not as obvious as therapy or meditation or medication, you know, but going through physical movement that helps us feel empowered and helps us feel strong and helps us then look inwards and go back to that situation if we feel that that's the right thing to do or look at other parts of ourselves and say, this is where I do take care of myself. And I had this all the time. I've always had it. I think we're socialized a lot. I mean, I think everyone, it's not only a female thing. I think everyone is socialized to feel um, 
like a crazy mix of everything happens for a reason and you contributed somehow to whatever circumstance in life you're in and um the 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 idea that you don't want to be a victim you want to be a survivor um which is valid and i understand that except that you know there's nothing wrong with being a victim it just means that something happened to you that you didn't expect that's all it means you know and i think changing a lot of that language and addressing those things especially through physical movement and learning techniques to say like oh i didn't i didn't know i could hit this hard i didn't know mm-hmm. i could use my elbows in this way i didn't know i could um open a door that so powerfully and that i've al- i've always done this mm-hmm. i think can really help us feel strong enough to take the next steps we need to take right when you said something that reminds me there's so much research now and um sort of work that goes beyond psychotherapy in in dealing with trauma which is like body work and mm-hmm. i've done this greenberg method which is a bit strange but there's other forms of body work that look to the physicality and the way that your body holds trauma mm-hmm. and you mentioned something that i think makes sense is that actually working through the body and not necessarily doing it in a passive way, but doing it in a really active way can also maybe be part of releasing that, that trauma that is held in the body. Yeah. I think that, um, there's been a lot of studies about how trauma can have long-term physiological effects that produce illnesses, sometimes a series of maladies that nobody can actually diagnose or place, but trauma is heavy and it scars and when those scars don't heal properly then it hobbles you know and handicaps and it affects everything in our lives so sometimes we internalize that so much that it produces swollen joints for example you know our body produces more toxicity and acidity than it might otherwise so I think when dealing with trauma using a very holistic approach. Therapy is important, and I'm certainly an advocate of that. Using something like the Grimberger Method, which I I also am an advocate of, or there's a certain form of shiatsu that's also for trauma. Um, TRE, trauma release exercises, are great. Guided. Um, Meditation. There's some guided meditations for trauma and PTSD. Um, And a martial art, or self-defense class. So especially when they're conducted in a safe environment, in a gentle environment, which seems a little bit counterintuitive when we're thinking of self-defense or martial arts, but it doesn't have to be. Self-defense doesn't have to be people screaming at you to like, hit harder, tap into your rage. Right. You know, it doesn't have to be that at all. It can be, um, let's look at how your body works. Let's look at if you're ready to what you experienced and what you actually did to help yourself. Because you mentioned that was really helpful for you to see some of those, some of that role play in a way that you were like, oh yeah, this, I did do this and I did. Yeah, absolutely. That was, that was enormous because I felt helpless otherwise. You know, how would I ever go to sleep again? The, The person broke into my house in the middle of the night at four in the morning, creeping through a window. 
You know, can I ever sleep with the windows open again? Can I, how, can I ever sleep soundly? You know, what if I don't wake up? What if I don't have to go to the bathroom? Right. Am I supposed to spend the rest of my life drinking like a liter of water before I go to bed, which would maybe be healthy, but (laughs) (laughs) I don't know, maybe, maybe not. But the point is, is learning how my body helped me, um, also helped me move on. Right. But I think one of the things that don't, one of the things that doesn't get addressed in trauma recovery and trauma therapy, whether it's physically or through therapy and emotionally, is the the blame. I mean, I think what gets addressed is blame against ourselves. You know, you have to forgive yourself. It was out of your control. All of these things which are valid and important. But we do carry blame. We do feel like we let ourselves down. And we do need to address that too. It can't just be swept under a rug. Like, oh, you just have to let that go. You're not at fault. It's never the victim's fault. And these things are logically true, but they are not emotionally true. And because we live inside of ourselves. And we need to address that as well. We need to, I think, I don't like saying we need it sounds like I'm dictating. No, but it makes but sense. That I, think. I think I think it can be most empowering to sit with yourself when you're ready through a, a more holistic approach to dealing with trauma and apologize to yourself. I'm sorry I let you down. I'm sorry I didn't protect you. I'm sorry I didn't know what to do. I didn't have the training. I do now. I'm sorry. You know, I, I think that that's really important to go back and apologize to yourself because it's hard to move on otherwise. Right. And you can even, you would also say like, it doesn't mean it's your fault or that you could have prevented it or that there was something you should have done or that you were wrong, but that right. to kind of face that, that inner child or that inner person that you feel like you might have let down, you can be proactive now in your life and do things to help that other version. Exactly. Exactly. I think it's, it's, I think that other version tends to get kind of pushed aside because it seems like it's, it, it can lead to self blame and, and, and I can understand that, which is why we need to move carefully when we move forward with trauma um, and healing trauma and addressing trauma but I also think that that person, it's dangerous to ignore that person because that's the person that's going to turn around and sabotage you for the rest of your life, to be honest. So you're, so just so we don't get too esoteric, yeah. but I mean, what we're talking about is, you know, acknowledging the person that you were at the time and being able to go back to that person and that place and time yeah. and offer some comfort, which for you came through learning self-defense and and I remember you saying to me once that you felt like you could say to her like I could I can protect you now right and that was and I think that that's I think that that's a really important thing for people that experience trauma I don't know to be honest with you I don't know how that might translate to a soldier who's been traumatized in war um I, I don't know because I don't work with people with that experience, but definitely people who have experienced gender-based trauma 
um, that is often applicable. But you also have to get to a point where you feel strong enough to do that. And I think that's where learning self-defense can help. I wanted to just briefly address this because there might be some concerns about re-triggering trauma through self-defense. I mean, if you're doing mm-hmm. role play, is there a point in time where like maybe it's too soon or maybe that's something someone needs to be aware of, you know, after a trauma, what should someone be prepared for? How can they prevent re-triggering? I feel like if, if you've experienced violence quite recently, taking a self-defense course is not the smartest thing to do too soon afterwards. I feel like there's some, I think first you need to feel safe. And and while we feel that self-defense will help us feel safe, and it does because it helps teach us options, it can put us in those positions where we're being re-triggered. It's wiser to be on more solid ground. Right. Um, when I'm teaching courses, I usually ask everyone if anyone's ever experienced anything, partly because then I want to be able to keep an eye on things and make sure and see, you know, watch to see if there's any signs of someone being re-triggered so that I can stop what's happening and help guide things in a safer direction for that person. When is a good time? I think when you feel ready is a good time. I think when you feel like you don't want to carry this burden with you and that can be a week later, that can be 10 years later. 20 it's right. it's it's up to you but you will find yourself in 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 brief scenarios we don't do a lot of role play in pretty deadly but we you will still find yourself suddenly in a moment that may mimic a moment that you've experienced before so that can be okay though because if you're in a safe environment with someone who is practiced and qualified they can help you breathe through it and actually relive that moment and change it for you show you this is how we can move now and come out of it a bit safer this time it's still going to be an emotional experience though pretty deadly self-defense is a self-defense program created by a 20-year martial arts veteran and violent crime survivor Susie collin based in berlin germany you can learn more about Susie and the pretty deadly self-defense program at prettydeadlyselfdefense.com